time. So, anybody doesn't know, I'm going to try to explain that this Sefer Tanya was written from by the first of the of the Rebbe's of Chabad. The Baal Tanya was the Admar Zaki, he was the first of the seven. And this is like the central Sefer of, you could say, for sure of Chabad and maybe even in Chassidus in general. It's a very basic Sefer. It's a very fundamental Sefer. In all Torahs of Chassidus and all Torahs of Hashem Tov. I've, I've heard from the Rav many times. Chaim. I've heard from the Rav many times that the Kedushas Levi, when he, when he spoke about the Sefer, I, hope I, have, I don't know if I have the, the Lashon right, I hope he'll forgive me. But when he spoke about the Sefer, he would say that it's an unbelievable thing, it's a Pella, that you could take a Rabboni Shalom, which is so big, so in so no Gevulim, and to put him in such a small little Sefer like this, it's a Pella that a person could do such a thing. That's what Kedushas Levi said about the Sefer. So we're talking about a Sefer that has, that has tons in it, and everybody knows it, how much the world, how much the world talks about it. It's an unbelievable Sefer. Just the word Tanya, just before we get things going, because really, the Brisa which he's going to start and he's going to quote, doesn't really start with the word Tanya. It starts with Dorsh Rav Simlai. So they ask, unfortunately, they ask already, why is it that he starts with the word Tanya? That's not the real word. The word isn't Tanya, it's Dorsh Rav Simlai. And so it's a good Hagdama to like Ba'omer, Pinimis Otaris, because the Rizal writes that in the beginning of the Idra, which it was when it was, which is a part of the Zayar, that it starts with the word Tanya. And they re-explained that the word Tanya, a Tanya is a certain klipa, which maybe we'll explain that next week or two weeks, is a certain klipa that doesn't allow you to learn Pinimia Satara. It only makes you say that I can only learn the Pasha Satara, Nicholas Satara. And to say that I don't have any shaykhs to, to Pinim Zotar. This is what the Klippa Tanya does. This is its Klippa. So he started the Sefer and so does Roshim and starts the Idra with the word Tanya in order to like put this Klippa in its place. To say that every person has a shaykhs to this type of Torah, every person has a shaykhs to the Sefer, every other person has a shaykhs to Zohar, Mariah, Rabbi Baruch Hu Lekol, Aaron Kalina writes after Shimon Lekol. Pinim Zotar has a shaykhs to everybody. And everybody could connect to to Pinim's Torah, and that's why he starts the word with the word Tanya. So with that, I was convinced by Quinn, rightfully so, he's right, to to start. We should open up to the first page. It's called the Shardaf. It's the first page. This page, and this was written. This these four or five lines over here, depending how you look at it were written by, by the Admar Zakin himself. This was written by him himself. And, and the Imam Rishnah Madaik, every single word, and every single word in the Sefer, you could be, you could be Madaik. You could be Madaik, every single word in the Sefer. I'm not gonna do that, because it'll take a lot of time. And I don't know if I can, but it'll take a lot, it'll take a lot of time, but there are a lot of Iktukim. But here, just to show you the, the depths, the Sefer, the Kutei HaMarim, Chelek Rishon HaNikra B'Shem, Sefer Shal Benonim. So this is called the Sefer Shel Beinanim by, by the Madrega of the Beinanim, which we're going to explain in the Sefer throughout. 
It's melukat mi pisvarim and pisayfrim, and they say that melukat mi pisvarim that it's taken, from, it's taken from different svarim. It's referring to the Maharal the Shlach Kaddish. When we pisayfrim kedoshi elyon nishmasa eden, and that which he received from the Baal Shem Tov and and the Magid, the Magid Mezrich, Yusud al pasuk. This whole sefer is going to be Yusud is set up on the pasuk. He karav elacha davar me oid beficha uvevalcha la soisei. It's very close in your heart, in your mouth, in your heart to do it. And each one of these words will be darshan as we go out through the sefer. But the whole sefer is is focused around these words, and has very much built on this sefer shal benanim on the benani, which we're going to discuss in the avoda of the benani. The var hated to explain well echu karav me'oid how this is so close to b'derech harucha in a long way, b'kitzar b'rat Hashem, and in a short way. So. Just as a Klolius, I want to start with like a Hadama Kloli on this idea that he started off with the Sefer Shabbinani and how he brought this Pasuk and he's going to explain how the vote of the Bainani is really built on this Pasuk. First, just as like a Hadama Klolius, the Bainani, the Bainani, there's a Tzadik, and these are two different Madrigas which we'll explain in great detail throughout the Sefer. And what the Sefer is really coming to do, at least the first 25 Prakim for sure, is coming to explain what a Bainini is and how a Bainini gets rid of his Yitzhahara. How does a Bainini be misgaber over his Yitzhahara? And one of the main ways that a Bainini does that, the way that a Bainini goes about doing that, is he writes one way, which is through, let's say, his Baininess, which we'll get there when we get there. But one of the most basic, the most basic way, the most fundamental way, is through something called the Ava Mesuteris, the the love that a Yid has for Kadosh Baruch Hu, which is concealed inside of him, which is tumen and hidden inside of him. I want to just explain a little bit this concept of Ava Mesuteris and how it really is very fundamental to the whole of Vodas and then I want to move to the Sefer, and I want to finish come out the whole entire first parak as well. <coughs> So ideas like this, that the Avas HaKadoshim, they're called Avas, fathers. There's an Av, and then there's a Ben. Av and a Ben. And what a father does is a father, at a certain point, gives over to his son a Yerusha. A father gives over to his Ben, Yerusha the Ben is Yerusha's father. And just like that is true in, in a Gashmi's sense, so too the Avos HaKadoshim, they weren't just Avos that lived before us and, and, and that's it. The Avos HaKadoshim, they set up a Yisod, a Bosis, for every single Yid to follow. They gave every single Yid a Yerusha. They gave every Yid a Yerusha. The way it goes is like this, that Adam Rishon, the, there was the Chait, the Chait of Etzadas, and the Gemara already says that the, the Nachash put a, a duama, a filth, a tuma inside of Chava. And the Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf something, the Gemara in Shabbos explains that the Abbas Kedoshim, they came to slowly be mavar, to purify this tuma that started by, by the Nachash and Chava and Adam. And slowly but surely, Avram Avinu started to be Mavara. That's why he had a Yitzchak and Yishmael. I mean, it was like the separation already between a Kedusha and 
Nah. Kishma. But those, it was already still very far apart. Because it came really from two separate, separate wives. From Sarah and Hagar. Two separate wives. Then Yitzchak came to be Mavar a little bit more. That's why Yitzchak, he had also a Yaakov and an Esav. But it was much closer already. This is all from, from one wife. It's really all from Marivka. Then comes Yaakov. And Yaakov comes and finishes the job. And Yaakov is Mitasa Shleima. Yaakov is Mitasa Shleima. Pure Kedusha, Yud Beis, Shvatim. As pure as it gets. Because the Avos, their whole job was to be Mavarer, this Kedusha, that there's a pure Kedusha that is now separate, that is untouched from the Chet of the Etadas. That there's no more Tumah from the Etadas. They separated a certain Nakuda slowly but surely throughout the Dairis, which is completely separate from the Zuma, from the Tumah, the happened of the Chet of the Etadas. And that Nakuda this idea, this thing which is separate completely from that hate, this is what the Avos they gave to us, like a father to a son of the Yerusha. Any questions on that? It's clear? This Nakuda, this part, just like it was by the Shvatim, there's no Ra. There's no Ra. No Ra at all. This, they gave over as the Yerusha to the, to the Shvatim, and to then to call Israel afterwards. So therefore, there's a part of every single yid which is inside of him, which the like Chazal say, Yisrael Achal Pishachata Yisrael. A yid, even though he is chayte, even though he might have done an avera, no matter how far he goes, no matter how far he falls, Yisrael, he's still Yisrael. That part is untouched. That's what the, that's what the others were mevar for every single yid. Exactly. The, chet, the, the beer that they did from the chait of other Mauritian, that beer that they made, made that in every single neshama there's something called Yisrael, Alpha Pisha Chata Yisrael, there's a part of us which is completely untouched. Why, why did they have to do that? That was their job, that was their, that was their tachlis, that was their whole avoida. That's what Hashem wanted, and that was their whole avoida to set up a Yisrael afterwards that should have this nakuda. This was the job of the others. Really was the job of Nayach, it's very long, long schmooze, but... So how did, how did they do that by... I mean, like, Abraham married, like, Abraham had kids from two different wives, and how, like, what's, what's the mechanics of that? Since he had kids from two different wives, and then they had kids from just one, one wife, how does that get rid of the Zuma exactly? It gets very long, but it, it has to do with how, how mixed together the Tom Rab became after the Chait. We'll discuss it later, it's too long. So, so only, only on this point. Meaning, we'll see soon that there's the, the Gimel Kings Tanaeus and the Gimel Right. So isn't that the entire Yelayid? It's just completely different than everybody? 100%. This is, this, is, this, is, this, is the, this is fundamentally how we're so different also. This right. is how we're fundamentally different. But it's not just that, that little point, it's the entire game. Oh, exactly. It, 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 this is the Shurish that everything's built off of. This is, this is the Shurish. Everything comes from the Shurish. You have to send the Shurish first, then you can understand how everything else is going to follow. But this is the Shurish. Shurish is that there's a part of us which you could say that no Goy is any Shaykh to, and he's strong, we should call it Yisrahu, and this is a part of us. I want, that, that's the Mala. But I'm saying it's not just a part of us that no Goy is any Shaykh to, it's every part of us 100%, because this is the Shurish. Everything starts from the Shurish. So, like this. 
So this is this from this Nakuda as well comes the natural Ava, the Ava Mesuteris, this hidden love, this concealed love deep inside of us that every single yid has to Akarish Baruch Hu as well. And what the Sefer wants to do is the Sefer wants us to bring out this Nakuda. It wants us to bring out this this Ava which is which is inside of us. And then there's layers to build on top of that, but it wants us to be able to bring out this Nakuda. And what this really means is that, is, and this is a very integral part of the avoda of Hasidus, and the way the Hasidus looks at themselves, is that based on this what you would say is that a Hasid, or a Yid, really, a Yid, is, he's not defined, therefore, by what he does. He's not defined by how far he falls, or how many chistronas that he has, how many averas that he did. His real definition is that part of him, is that Avonisuteris, is that part of the Avos clarified inside of him, with Ravira inside of him. Meaning to say there's a part of him which he's not the Balabayas on. He's not in charge of that. But that's the real him. That's the real Yid. The real Yid, the real, real Yid is this part which I'm not the Balabayas on, and I'm completely Bishlemus always. So much so, I want to read you a, a line from, that I heard my Rebbe from the, from the Amshanover, not this one, previous generation. That he would say on the puzzle, like, Who told you that, that you're naked by Adam and Chav after the Chet? Who told you that you're naked? Who told you that there's, that there's such a shtus in the world called Erva in the world? Who told you there's such a thing like that? Who would mavabal your das so much that you could even think that there's something like this in the world called an erva? Who told you that this thing? How would you ever know? Did your das become so confused and so messed up that you should even know about such a thing? That you should be able to find a part of you, even any relation to erva? What shaykhs do you have to this? Ayyid doesn't have any shaykhs to this. Ayyid doesn't have a shaykhs to, to, to an erva. Because Ayyid is, is completely bishlamus. Ayyid is completely bishlamus, and that's who he is, and that's what we're trying to bring out when we bring that out, that shlamus, the melee, everything else falls away. And another way to say it, it also goes like this that every, every yid is an ashama. Every yid is an ashama. And this ava means that. You're part of you which is completely above the world. Since it's this part of you is at its purest, it means it's completely above the rest of the world. It's above everything else. It's complete, it's hecher. How do you say hecher in English? Hecher. Higher, more lofty, more, more zrems. When a yid brings out his loftiness, when he brings out his hecher kite, his halid kite, mamela, everything else falls away. The muscle. Person is davening it's in the ila. The ila sashar. Everybody's in the room together. Everybody's here. The rub, the chazan, and the whole room is, is pumping. The whole room's on fire. The whole room's on fire. Everybody's screaming, Hashem Huelikim, Hashem Huelikim, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Baruch Shem. Everybody is, is in it. Everybody's involved. Everybody's feeling it. And somebody comes over to you, somebody taps you on the shoulder, and they say, Hey, Laser, did you hear about the baseball game last night? Did you hear about the soccer game last night? You look at me and be like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? What are you talking to me right now about the baseball game? What are you talking to me right now about the soccer game? 
What Hashem Hulakim, that's what I'm saying right now. Hashem Hulakim, Hashem Hulakim, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael. You're talking, talking about a soccer game? This is, what a, this is the whole avoid of the Sefer. It's to bring out a real deep Hefrakai, to bring out your deepest self in order to say that I have no shaykhs to this. Who told you about this hate? Who told you about er, uh, Erva? That's what we're coming to do. That's why I see this in general. They're very, they're very machbit about Shabbos, about Yom Toivim, about Tefillah, because all these things, they bring out the higher part of a person. They bring out the inner depth of the person. They bring out the nisham of the person, the hedek kind of the person. And Mamela, you bring that down into the weekday afterwards and you continue with that, that hekrakite that you got, all the ra afterwards falls away. And you don't have any, you feel like you don't have any shaykhs to it. So with that, I want to start the sefer. Now we'll go actually to Perak Aleph. Anything not clear about that so far? Any questions? The sefer is going to be describing that inner I think so. The, the sefer will bring, we'll, we'll explain that later on, yeah. This Avim Suteris. That's like the first 25 trucking will really is developing of Bainini and then explaining the Avim Suteris. And I'll look over Tzara means that sometimes the Avim is going to be the Avim. Sometimes we have a moment where Ketra feels without a Fine. So again, Tanya. So big words, we explained it before, big words, Tanya. So if you're gimel the nida, mashbiim oisai tiyat tzaddik v'al tiyat rasha. When he comes in the wor- world, they make him take a shvua that he should be a tzaddik and he should not be a rasha. V'afilu kola olam kula oimrim lecha. Even if the whole entire world will say to you, tzaddik ata, that you're a tzaddik, hebeinecha karasha. You should look at yourself as being a rasha. V'sarach l'havin, he asked, we learn in Mesach's Avas, don't be a rush in your eyes. So what are we saying over here? You should be a tzaddik. Don't be a tzaddik in your eyes, be a rasha. What do you mean? How the other Chazal says, don't be a rasha in front of yourself. If you will be a rasha in your eyes, then not only is there a steer in Chazal between the two, but then there's another, there's another level. Is that not only is there a steer in Chazal, but even the Svara, Api Svara, it still doesn't make sense for you to say that. Because if you're going to look at yourself as being a Russia always, then what's going to happen is, is that it's going it's it's to make you have an Atmos, and you're not going to be able to serve a Kach Baruch Hu Ubatov Levav. And now he says, V'im lo yer levav and if you won't have an access from this that you're that you're a Russia. But you're gonna take things very lightly. And you're not gonna to care to really do mitzvahs. And everything's gonna fall apart. And the yid has to be mafbid that he does mitzvahs and he doesn't do theirs. So his first kasha is that we have a steer of the in Chazal. On one hand, Chazal tell us that you you can't don't look at your eye, don't be a tzaddik in your eyes. But on the other hand, it says, don't be a Russia. That's steering Chazals. But then even Bisvara doesn't make sense. Because if you're going to look at yourself as being a Russia, then you're not going to show Kajar Baruch Hu, simply you're not going to do things right. That's the first question. Come on, everything we're going to do right now is, is questions that's setting up the Sefer. I thought it would play here, Lavada Klamisa means that if you don't think you're a Russia, 
So they, they explain it. They explain it in two different ways. They explain it that way. But there's also a way to. Ex- they, they say that they kept. They keep. He keeps himself being a Russian. And he's okay with that. And then because you know I'm a Russian, and that's it. Achayinian. The idea is. Really, there's two Gemaras, two separate Gemaras and Brachos, but but Clovius, it comes out that there's five different Madrigas. There's five different Madrigas. Sadik v'toivloi, there's a Sadik who is good for him. Sadik v'raloi, v'rosha v'toivloi, rosha v'raloi, and a benoni. Five Madrigas, two on the side of the Sadik, two on the side of the rosha, and one on the side of the benoni. It appears to be Gemara, and the Gemara explains now what is a tzaddik v'toivloi? It doesn't just mean maybe the hashpa that you're getting, that this tzaddik v'toivloi, he's receiving good hashpa, that he's getting, his life's going well for him. It means tzaddik gomar v'tzaddik v'raloi is tzaddik she'ena gomar. It means how much, how good he is, how much tov, how much maizim toivim maybe he does, how good he is. Tzaddik gomar v'tzaddik she'ena gomar. But Uberayi Mehimna explains it a little bit differently. A little bit sharper. In Parsons Mishpazim it says, Sadik Viraloi, Sadik Viralo, what does that mean? Shaharasha boy is Kuf of Latoiv. That the, how much the Ra is bent over to his Toiv. And the Gemara as well. The Brachos Tadikim Yetzer Toiv Shaiftam, that the Yetzer Toiv is in charge. Meaning like this. The Gemara says that the Sadik Viralo is Sadik Viralo. That's in term, you might think of that in terms of Hashpa. Could be it will still be makayim that, but it could be in terms of how much good you'll receive. Sadik v'tovlo, he's going to get a lot of good stuff. Things are going well for him. But he brings from the Gemara that it doesn't mean what you're receiving, but it's referring to the essence of the tzaddik itself, about the ma'isim of the tzaddik, the actions of the tzaddik. That the tzaddik does ma'isim, which are a lot of good ma'isim. Russia does a lot of unfortunately bad ma'isim. But then, according to the Zohar now, he adds in another Kanich. And the Kanich is that it's really referring to Mamash the Mahus. How much the Tzaddik relates to Ra. How much he relates to Ra. That's what it means, the Tzaddik. Tzaddik Viralo, Tzaddik Vatolo, these are all different Madrigas, which we'll explain much more later, of how related Tov and Ra are to each other. So, as the Sefer goes along, that's also something he's going to explain. So, really, so far, we have it's like two questions. Steer and Chazal, and then what is a tzaddik? Now that we've defined for ourselves that a tzaddik doesn't just mean a person that gets either a lot of good things or a lot of bad things, but it refers to how much he relates to his Yitzhahara. Clear so far? Next question. What is it coming to add? He's coming to add how much intrinsically the tzaddik relates to the to the to the Yitzhahara. So it's a part of the Zohar. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's part of the Zohar. It's a chapter of the Zohar? Yeah, it's referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the, the faithful shepherd. Right. So now Amar Rabba. Rabba in that Gemara really continues, it says Amar Rabba. Rabba said, Kagoin Ona Benini. I'm a Benini. Rabbi says, I'm a Benoni. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says, Lo shavik If you're a Benoni, then nobody else has a chance. There's no hope for anybody else. If you're a Benoni, and Rashi says that nobody else could be a Tzaddik. If you're a Benoni, then we're all done for. So the Holy Ghost, we have to understand the Machlaikas between Abaye and Rava, which we'll explain later on in the Sefer as well. So that's really the third question. 
But Gamal Havin, another question. Masha Amar Eoib, Rabbonishlam, Barasa Sadikim, Barasa Rishayim. Eoib is saying, Rabbonishlam, you created Sadikim, you created Rishayim. As if to say, that this is a Matthias. There are Sadikim and there are Rishayim. It's above your Bechira to be a Tzadik or to be a Rasha. That's what Eoib was saying. But on the other hand, we find another Chazal which seems to say the exact opposite. The Chazal is talking about a baby that's announced what the baby's going to be like, be rich, poor, tall, small, this, that. But Chazal say, But a Russian and a Tzadik, that's not mentioned over there. So it seems like another stira. Eo seems to say, Everything is fixed, that's the way you're going to be to start. And then comes Eo and says, as comes in the Gemara and says, Russian Tzadik? That's not dependent in, in Akash Baruch how we set it up, it's, it's dependent in you. So we have to decide, we have to, we have to, we have to be miyashat astira as well. The gam lahavim machus madrigas abeni. Now we have to understand what is abeni nivatan. Shabbatay ainu mechetzah zechuyazu mechetzah avonas. It doesn't mean like we classically know abeni that we find like Marlis in Rosh Hashanah. That it means that he has half schus and a half avonas. He does half his life he did good things and half his life he did bad things. She imkin because if that's the case. How could Rabbah ever say about himself, I'm a Benini, I'm a Benini. But we know about Rabbah, he never stopped learning the Gemara goes and talks about. He never stopped learning. Even the Malach had no shlitz on Rabbah. How could you say, how could he say about himself, how could you say that he was, did a half of his avonos in his life and he did half mitzvahs in his life? That makes no sense. You can't say he's referring to he did half good and half bad in his life. He didn't even, the Yisrael Hara had no shlitz on over, over him. It can't mean that. But time when a person does an Avera, he's called a Rosh Gomer. We'll explain later on the Sefer a lot. And if he does Tshuva, he's no longer called a Rosh Now he's called a Tzadik. And even if he does a Dirabonan, Already then he's Mikri Rasha, he's called a Rasha. Kri'izen Yevamos and Perknida, Perkamadanida. Even someone who has the ability to say to his friend, don't do this Avera, and he's not Maicha on him, that person's already called a Rasha. Mikra Rasha. The Kolshakain, the Kalvachoim, the Perkbadish was a Kolshakain, the Kalvachoimer, the Mavatal Eden Mitzvah Asay, Sha'evshal Lekaima, especially if he wants to be Makaima Mitzvah Asay. Somebody who is able to learn Torah and he's not Oisig in Torah. Chazal say that he's disgracing the word of Hashem. He just built a Torah. He did. That already he's called a Rasha. For sure, this person is over Mitzvah Zaseh is called a Rasha more than a person who's over the Rabbanon. He's building up a whole question over here. Im Kain, but Al Karcha, here's the here's the conclusion of the question. The Im Kain Al Karcha Chabenini Aim Bo Afilo Oven Betzotar. So you must say that a Benini doesn't even have even any level of Betzotar to him. So a person who doesn't have very is called a Rasha. He's over with the Rishay for him. He's not he's not Moichah and his friend from doing an Avera. He's over with Betzotar. He's already called a Rasha. So what does that lead us to say? That the Bainani, which we're going to be explaining to the whole entire Sefer, must mean that he didn't do good, he's not doing, it's not dependent on the good actions 
or the bad actions that he did. That's not what it's dependent on. Benin doesn't, he didn't even do any bad actions. He's completely above all Ra that he could have done. He's completely above all that. So it must be that the definition of a Benin must, can't be that it means I did half my things good and half my things bad. It just doesn't work. He didn't do anything wrong. He doesn't do anything wrong, a Benin. So it must be that just like in the Russian, the same way that the Russian you define him as being intrinsically how much he relates to his Ra, so too we have to define not the actions of a Benini, but we have to define the Mahus of a Benini, the essence of a Benini. And that's, why, that's how we really call the Benini. A Benini is really defined by his Mahus, by his essence. And then now you can understand that Now you can understand a little bit when Rabbah called himself a Benini, why he thought himself of being a Benini. Because in, Rabbah knows he didn't do any Misa Rishas, he didn't do anything mamish wrong. He didn't do averas. So he could say about himself, I'm a bainani. And the Yitzhah has no shlita on him. But he still thinks he's a bainani for whatever reason, as we'll see it to be brought to the Sefer, but he still thinks himself as being a bainani. Is that clear? Any questions on that? Well, where would people's actions find that? People's actions will... Throughout the Sefer will define that. His good actions, I mean, his actions really won't potentially only be good. The Maisa. They will only, maybe according to Benini, it might only be good. He might only end up doing the right thing. He must. He must. Right. No, but according to Benini, if he does something bad, he's not Benini anymore? For that, for that Shah, maybe he'll be called the Rasha. But he'll do Tshuva and he'll get wrong, but he might not ever come to do it. He's so worked out. We'll see that the whole Sefer is going to be building around that. He'll, he'll do, he'll, if, he, if he does wrong, he'll automatically do a chuba. He's only a bandit right now until he does chuba. Then he's either up or down. One more time, can't hear you. He's only a bandit once he does chuba. But just for that moment, from then on, every other time, the other person can't stand. But he'll always be a bandit. He can't always be a bandit. No, the way it works like this, according to the Tanya, I was debating if I should explain this or not, but according to the Tanya, the way it works is that there's a tzaddik and there's a bandit. And this is really like so predetermined the shtickle, what you are. The, most people they're called they're called the bainani. Most people are set up as being a bainani, and you have certain shalom to call the rasha. So he, may, he says in the sefer later on, I think like pergidat or something. He says later on that sometimes a person can have like a ibur neshama of a tzaddik which comes to him, and then he'll like raise up to a new madrega. But be'etim, he's always really called a bainani. Well, he's. Who's a Russia? A person who's not this. A person who doesn't have a Bera. You guys are jumping the gun. You guys are going to be very impatient. Being very impatient over here. The whole, the whole thing, the first 18 Prakim are coming to explain these, these, these different levels, these five Madrigas. So, so, really what we, we would call a Benini in our Lashonas nowadays, I mean, he's being very, very strict on his Lashonas over here. Most of us would call a Benini this Madrega as being a Tzaddik. Yeah. For by us, we would call, probably call it a Tzaddik. The Pashtas? Yeah. Halabai. We would probably say this person is a Tzaddik. This is a real El That's what we would probably call a Benini. But it's a big Chizik. It's a big Chizik because he's really saying that every person could, could reach a certain level of being a, a Benini. Which means that every person has to know about themselves 
that Amich Kulum Siddiquim, every person has a Siddiquist to them. And every worst person, that means they can really reach real madrigas of being a Tzaddik. At least even according to the Madriga Bainani. The way that we define colloquially, as being a Tzaddik, as being a Bainani, we would call it a Tzaddik rather, that's Madriga Bainani, let's see the safer in our eyes, and every person that means has the ability to reach a certain level of Siddiquist. That means to have a, a real Hedek Shabbos, that means to have a real Hedek Davening, to learn Torah in the right way. Every person could do it, he's clearly saying it. And that's, that's, what, that's, what, we're, that's what we're going towards. Vahada Aminim Ba'alma. So now we're that's that's that was the I think the fourth question. We have the question of the stira. We we define what a tzaddik what that means. And then we brought the Gemara Gemar of Abai Abai Rabba. We have to the, we have to understand what the Bainini is and what their machlekes was. And we clarified that a Bainini cannot be half and half uh, averus and mitzvahs. It must be a definition of the mahus of him, which we'll explain throughout. And he goes on to explain this a little bit more. He gets to answer a question now. Because this is we say in general that a person who is half, we do say this, we might say what Gemara says it. A person who is half his life mitzvah, so to speak, half his life a verus, that's called a benini. But we just said it's not that way. So he says, and somebody who does is called a tzaddik. That's just a shame mushal. That's just a borrowed term. It's a borrowed term. Like let's say we say, a person, you have a heart of stone. Your heart's not stone. We're just borrowing that to describe, let's say, your heart, right? Or like the leg, the, the regular kisei, the, re, the, the, the leg of the, of the chair. The chair doesn't really have a leg, right? We're using it to borrow, to explain it as, as like a, we're using it as a borrowed word to explain, let's say, the, the chair. So too, we're using this as like a borrowed term. It's not defining the mahus. It's a borrowed term to, let's say, how much your zakah and not zakah bedin. This is like a borrowed term for schar and oynish. That he's judged based on the robe. And then he'll be a tzaddik in his din. Because here, his sifkas is zoycha bedin. But when it comes to the real definition, it's like I said before. That it's referring to the Mohus. It's referring to the real Madrig of a Bainian Tzadik is referring to the Mohus. So you're just coming to perform that Kasha. Anybody who did not reach yet this Madriga, even though that his Chusin may be more than his Avonos, let's not call it Tzadik. Because I'll say in the Medrash, there are very, very few Siddiqim. You put them in every generation. Siddiqim are very rare to have that so many, so few people, so few people could reach us in Madrega that they could say, I have no more Yetzahara. Truly, that I have no Yetzahara. Yeah. That's the Lama of Siddiqim concept? Could be. Could be, that's what it is. Could also be that you, that might be what Rashbi was referring to. That there are very few people who you could really say about them, you know, that they reach Shasta Madrega. They reach Shasta Madrega. Even though that's what Rashbi is demanding. Rashbi is demanding this whole entire safer and everything we explain about being a hyperdicker person, about being a higher person, being Magal, the real Pneumus of the Yid, the real essence of the Yid, the Avimus of Terrors inside of the Yid, which is the safer they really think and all Hasidus are really trying to bring out, that Hecha kind of a person. I think that very much has to do with the whole union of, of Lagba Umar and the whole union of, of Sudhat Sur that Rafi was 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 Megala. 
But the Maisa, this is where I want to hold. It's basically, we ask a bunch of questions and... You're saying Rashi was demanding from himself to be a Benaliyah. From himself? Rashi was a Benaliyah. He was, he was saying that if it's only one, that it's me. I hate he, he thought that yet it is me, but it will be me because I will make sure it's me. But he knew about himself that he was. Correct, but, but he was teaching us to yeah. have that demand of ourselves. 100%. The whole inner log is how do I become more of a hacker person? My Rebbe, I think, tries this all day long. He screams it out to chassidim, to adam chassidim, all day long about being about a person that's become a tzaddik. And his Rebbe used to say, you never know which one of you, he would tell all this chassidim all the time, you never know which one of you is going to be the person who really is a tzaddik. You have no idea. You have no idea who, which one you have. Most people are definitely being in it. But you don't know which one is going to be the real madrig of a tzaddik. See, that's what you got. Tzaddik wouldn't have had a time to do a very long You'd know right away. He may have, though. You might have, you might have been Megal of that. I don't know how exactly how, how, how it works. You might have been Megal. You have to pull it out too, like, this far, right. and you don't know what's inside you. That's right. And even so, even the Mahuza Benini, which, which colloquially, uh, we, were, we defined as being, as being a Tzaddik, that for sure every person can reach. So we should be Zaykh and Rishasem that, that we'll, well, next week we'll probably finish this first parak and maybe do a little bit of the second parak. If there is a next week, we'll see what's going on with Bomer. And then I'm going to try to explain a little bit more of the concepts. It's going to get a little bit more, let's, if you want to say, I don't want to say the word dry, because there's a lot of questions, a lot more detail. Now it's more building things up. Okay.